0: Hey everyone, um, welcome to the Higher Estate Podcast. I got two pens. <laughs> Naz is ready to go. She's like, this is my show. I'm going to take it, take it away from you. You should have seen all the stuff that I had to do to make sure she was ready to come on, and all I'm the just all the, the Honestly, she's like one of the most difficult <laughs> guests I've ever had. Is this but how this is, is starting
1: right now? No, it's <laughs>
0: not. You're awesome. Uh, we have an amazing show for you mm-hmm. today. We have a really special guest. It happens to be related to me because she's my wife. Uh, we have Naz <laughs> Zara Spell that. It's got all the letters of the alphabet.
1: Super phonetic. That's true.
0: Z-A-R-E, I'm good. Stop and blah, 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 blah. Anyway. The only (laughs) one that
1: didn't change my last name. My whole family cut off half of it.
0: Uh, Well, it's a beautiful name. Okay, so we have an awesome show. She's going to be talking to us today about her journey to fitness and health and uh, how she got to where she is. And I think it's a really inspirational story. So it was really important to have her on. And I didn't want to lose my balls. So I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> it only took two years. But.
0: Oh, there we go. Uh, but, you know, as usual, we're going to, uh, we'll start with, uh, with our news. And um, we've got Tyler, who's here. He also didn't even want to come in today. <laughs> He's like, what? I'm in Burlington. Shit, everybody uh, just,
2: shoot. I was doing lots of stuff. Meetings, uh, all that stuff, right? But I'm here now.
0: All right, that's good. Lucas, Lucas and I were the only... We were going to do this alone on Wednesday. It, well, no, Lucas couldn't come. I was going to do this. I but was going to...
2: Consequently, gonna I could have. And just to, uh, to, towards your rant last time, the reason why my shoot got canceled was because they, were, they had to keep their kids. And school mm, so I left here at 3.30 that day and got home at 6.00. I, I live far, and I'm in the country, man. Oh,
1: it's yeah, fucking hard.
0: Right. I live in... You swore. You swore. Uh, swore. That's your first time. Dude, I
2: think that's the first time. That is probably the that first time he I really swore. That really
1: meant it. He was really angry. Yeah, so. I yeah. was not. I Man,
2: that's a long, hard drive, and I was driving through So what three you're feet saying is snow. we could have podcast
0: because you were like, I don't want to drive two and a half hours home, and you still did anyway. I still
2: had to anyway. It would have been probably longer if I stayed longer. The roads would have got worse. More people leave work at five. I left at 3.30 before the whole rush hour came.
0: The whole rush hour, not the whole, not like the half, whole rush not, hour, not the half rush hour. <laughs> no, <laughs> just the whole thing. <laughs> just the whole rush hour, or half. Anyway, listen. All right, um, some cannabis news first
2: to start. Um, One really big thing uh, is the ticker initiative with uh, yes. Aurora. They finally got the MPs to listen, and they're reevaluating it. So, who's reevaluating the it? MPs and the actual people who are in charge of making the laws? They're listening to Aurora, Med Relief, and a few others. Literally, Aurora took a truck, put a billboard on it, put a ticker on it, and put it out front of the Minister of Finance's office. What is a ticker? It was counting how much money was being spent in tax on medical cannabis. So oh, they put it right in, in front of like the finance minister's office. He saw it. it the finance of minister. The minister of finance. No,
0: I like the minister. Yeah. the Finance of minister. <laughs> cool
2: but thing. anyway, they did that, it's and now finance. they're actually going to start listening to him. So hopefully, really? in the future, cannabis won't be taxed for medical purposes. Well,
0: stay tuned because we'll have you know updates mm-hmm. on that. I'll put that update on my uh, on Instagram, so yeah. you can check it out. For sure. Okay, that's cool. That's really great. Actually, I just sat with Aurora today. They were talking about that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I sound super Canadian when I talk.
2: That's fine. We are on a, I am Canadian, in Canada. But
0: you know what I mean? I feel like I have a really thick accent. Do you? Do I? No. No, No, I don't. No, I don't.
2: Go out west. Yeah. Listen to people so. from out west. Yeah, Listen to people from Saskatchewan. Yeah. Hey yeah. there. No. Hey there, oh there. Was, yeah. <laughs> hey there, oh the hey there. <laughs> the people I talked to was a girl from Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. and I was like, we don't say Wait. they say a boot yeah. in Saskatchewan they say I a say boot I say about they say a boot
0: who says a boot
2: people from Saskatchewan is that two of my friends from college were west? from Saskatchewan no it's out west compared to here Delicious. central right. but you go to Alberta it's the same what's thing BC is a little of Canada. like Halifax Pi, right, P-I <laughs> New. Brunswick. are you Canadian what's the other one New Brunswick.
1: Right. where are you from
0: East, I'm horrible <laughs> in geography so I became a doctor have you not traveled? I love yeah, I you. Ira can't
1: travel from like Dundas to Hamilton <laughs> without asking. See, just
0: because we're Do late right does here? not give you the right to talk shit about me mm-hmm. right now. I guess Jar. I, oh, uh, jar. Shoot. I'm not okay, mom. Again, I'm sorry. I'm going to try not to. Okay, other news. Um, there's a couple things. I think what we really I really what I really want to focus on is uh clint young's case uh i don't know if it, it's funny i was like i need to go and look at the case and then i realized that we're instagramming live and my phone was up there which is why i was like when i had had the, i didn't swear
2: no why don't you use you your computer a computer right in front of you
0: no because i just sent him a text to ask him a oh. question oh. anyway
2: hi clint no, no. uh
0: he it, that's fine I, I think I kind of knew it, anyways. I was an expert witness on it, not that it helped much. So, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, yesterday was the uh, the hearing. Uh, the court case came to a head, and uh, he lost. Uh, it, he said it was about took about two whole minutes for the judge to uh, to slap give everyone a slap in the face. Uh, the case was actually a challenge to the ACMPR. Uh, and it was a uh, pro-dispensary challenge. I think it's actually quite sad because I'm, I'm in support of dispense the dispensary model. I'm just in support of the regulation of the dispensary model. The way that the dispensary model has been working until now is, well, as you know, you just sort of walk inside and, you know, they check, don't turn your cell phone on. Here's a, here's a bank, machine. bank machine, ATM, we only accept cash, and they're making 80 grand a day. You know, from from a, a per, you know, depends what perspective you look at. Is you know, if you're running a small business, it's excellent. But where's the quality assurance? Where's all those other things? Is there a role for it? 100%. There's a role for the dispensary model. Just needed to be regulated. So, I think that was just a slap in the face. I'll tell you where the case came up. Uh, for me, I think I mentioned it once before. Uh, it's when. Um, and where, where I actually sent somebody, I literally sent a p- parent to a dispensary because I got called from uh, the ICU at one of our major trauma centers and uh Uh, It was to see a patient who was a a very young, under-30-year-old female who was suffering from brain cancer. Uh, She was intubated. It was kind of her last-ditch hope, of course. Uh, And it was actually, they waited too long to call and give it a shot. But either way, uh, the actual neurointensivist called me, so the, the brain doctor called me and said, would you come to the ICU at this massive hospital and prescribe... Or at least listen to the family and see what we can do you can do for them because we have no idea what we 're doing when it comes to cannabis they 're actually amazing physicians so I, I went over there and I did this whole uh, spent hours uh, with the, this uh, you remember when I did all that It was the middle of the night. I went at like ten thirty well, yeah. middle of the night I went at ten thirty i 'm old ten thirty at night, and uh, I was there till about midnight with uh, this family talking to them, and they 're showing me these studies and either way, it was for a, a, a um, I think it was a neuroblastoma, anyway, a brain cancer. And I was going to prescribe cannabis for this person. It was a, fri- it was a, thurs- was it a Thursday night. It was a th- I think it was a Thursday night, early Friday morning. And I'm going to send them to a licensed producer. How long does it
2: take to get cannabis okay. from a licensed Five producer? Five days minimum. Right. Five days. Unless you get it expedited by the physician, which is even difficult then to get it within two days. Right. I didn't then know they know you still have that. to mail it. Which then you have to wait for in the mail another three days. So you're looking at you're looking at a week or more.
0: Right, you're looking at a week or more, and that's for coming from somebody who's seen over. I'm how long you've been here now? A year. A year. So you've seen over three, six, nine, twelve thousand patient visits. Yep. Right. So twelve from that's from twelve thousand patient visits in one mm-hmm. year, where it's taking at least seven days for uh, for somebody to get their cannabis. So mm-hmm. I think uh, you know at the end of the day, um, I'm not sure they made the 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 right decision I don't know I don't know all the facts what I do know is that was the testimony um, that was uh, the you know I went in as an expert witness um, and I think you know but I've told this story before I think it's really important that the story be known and that there is a role for the dispensary model it just needs to be. Um, it needs to be regulated, especially if it's a medicine. If you have a patient that's, or a person that's immunocompromised, they shouldn't just be taking street weed. Because mm. you have no
2: idea what's inside it, right? Powdery mildew is everywhere. and what? PM, yeah. bud rot, botrytis, all those things are very prevalent in street bud. Right. 100%. Let me
0: ask you a question, because we have a bottle of wine that we got from Big Rock, I think it was. That's 100%
2: botrytis. It's wine. It's a fungal disease within plants.
1: What? Did yeah. you feed me this wine?
2: Sure did, bud. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's different white, in the grapes. White, the white.
1: So with the white wax? Yeah. The we one, didn't have that. The
0: one with the, the, the white label. Yeah. No, we did. It's 100% betrayal. Did you drink it, or did yeah, you
1: I, say I, try it on NAS first? Just to try so it on NAS. It's,
2: it's probably just made with rotten grapes. Maybe that does something. Well, I don't know. Mm. If anybody knows the answer to that, and you see like it's not mold; it's nothing. It's eating away at it. It's bud rot. It's literally rotting away. That's what it is. Sounds like a rot. It's a fungus. Disgusting. It is gross. (laughs) So then, what the fuck? (laughs) I don't know why they would use grapes that had botrytis for wine. There might be special reasons. Is
0: there? If somebody knows anything about wine out there, um, text us or instant Mm. whatever live action. Okay, so that went down. Unfortunately, it uh, what didn't work out in our favor this time. But that doesn't mean there's a lot of other uh, um, challenges coming up, and there's already challenges, more challenges happening. Um, some other interesting stuff. I know none of us really like Trump at all, but in the U.S., you know what? Well, they can hear you.
2: Well, I lived in the U.S. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing there? School. All university. Right. Are they, are they going to come get, get you now? Didn't you get tossed out? I did. Right. I lived there after university for too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was harder to get my green card than I thought. <laughs> really? You were in the States too? What we were just you had in France.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Three years.
2: Were you taking pictures? Um, yeah, no, like I had a school cool. visa cool. and then I expired. Really? I stayed for another three years. Really? Yeah.
0: Interesting. Well, anyway, so uh, Trump has decided that he
2: is going to support. Well, he's put he, a he's a helping push a, a motion bill through to put a stop to a bill that his former attorney general pushed in. Right. And that guy just left, so now he's vowing to get rid of that rule, which doesn't allow cannabis companies to invest in federal banks and put federal pressure on them as well.
0: So it's going to allow federal banks to accept money from. Legal states that's who, part of the bill from cannabis yes that okay, was part of the interesting. bill. interesting I mean uh, that's a good movement forward I think
2: the other part of the bill is for like the DEA and other federal agencies to lay off any state regulated companies that are working within legal states right that's another big part of it
0: you know what's amazing about this whole moment everybody's standing up walking around I totally forgot to like we just like jammed it in Nas is yeah. right at least nas went and got the uh, oh, our our <laughs> Tra- uh, thanks, okay. Naz. You went and got yourself <laughs> kombucha. Left everybody else out. That's I'm just awesome. waiting for my turn. <laughs> Normally, <laughs> I know you are. When Norm-
1: you're done talking, just let me know.
0: Normally we have kombucha sitting here. and We're going to mm-hmm. get it because I'm actually already thirsty. Okay, okay. Your lips are dry. What's
1: that? Your lips are dry.
0: Well, well thank you. I need some kombucha. Look, it's coming. Thanks. There we go. Thanks, brother. <laughs> wow, that thank is a you. lot of thank kombucha. You. Cheers. That, well, it's good. Cheers. Cheers. Naz, Cheers. thanks for bringing us Cheers. your kombucha.
1: Uh. Yeah,
0: you're welcome. Unbelievable. All right.
2: Tastes so, like cider. I love
1: it. Um, it's very good.
0: What else? San Francisco dismisses uh, 8,000 cannabis convictions. That's pretty huge. That's the first state in the U.S. to do that. It's the... This is what's happening in the world, guys. This this stuff, shit, is important. I don't know if that's worth a quarter. They shit? say shit. Yeah, because they say that on the, regular just, television. Can
1: I? Does your guest get the jar? No. No. <laughs>
0: Does do the guess <laughs> Why would the guest get the jar?
1: What do you do? Just put change in it and then just do it. And again? Then, like, where does it go? Well, it keeps well, building we'll, up. It builds up. The and jar. then we change
0: the quarters to toonies what? and then like doctor. And, and then we Iris give it away to, jar. Right. And then we use it as change, or we give it away to people. Well, how in about need. this?
2: Once it's full, we'll buy something and give it away.
0: Yeah, but we've already filled it how and we've used the. <laughs> you don't
2: have to say that.
0: Okay. <laughs> just kidding.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: All right. That's fair, fine. And finally, cannabis uh, legalization is uh, linked to an increase in junk food consumption. That was the
2: silliest study I've ever seen.
0: How amazing is that? (laughs) Well, that's better than... So here's something I want to mention. Naz, we're getting to you in a second.
1: Just call me when you're ready.
0: Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, my good friend Mike Hart was on Joe Rogan with this, uh, and he was uh, debating this absolute moron who did... who. Well, uh, this guy, I mean, oh, I can't say that. Came out with uh, he has a book. He's an anti-cannabis book sort of advocate guy, and uh, I can't even remember his name. Benson, something like that. Anyway, I don't mm-hmm. know, but uh, his argument, his argument was very pro his book. So I understand that. I don't think he's an absolute idiot moron. I'm just going to say that I think he, uh, I think he used population statistics to his advantage. Right, and I did a post on this. Yeah, I f- of course he did. So one of these things that he says was, uh, you know, cannabis violence has increased since legalization of cannabis. Just uh, a lot more people smoking. Just well, there aren't a lot. I mean, junk food consumption's gone up for sure. I mean, like, that's more of a problem to the U.S. I
2: think that's true.
0: Oh, opioid deaths true. have overtaken car accident yeah. deaths in the United States. And we're worried about Doritos. And we're worried. No, they're worried about <laughs> they're worried about death. They're worried about violence and mm-hmm. uh, increase in violence since legalization. But you also had Trump elected, you know. Since that time, uh, you've also had like a whole bunch of other things happen that's since then. Th- it's it's just I, if you look at the trend yeah. and population st- po- statistics mm-hmm. lie. They basically tell you whatever you want to hear. Yeah. At right. the end of the day, I think the most important thing we need to know is that since the legalization of cannabis, crime has decreased and hardline drug use has decreased. These are two really important things. Mm-hmm. Nobody's arguing. And the other argument, oh, cannabis causes psychosis. Yes, it does. I'm not going to argue that cannabis use at an early age onset can ca- can cause psychosis later on. Mm-hmm. That's not the argument. Of course, we know those things already. Uh, we also know that if somebody wants to abuse cannabis, there are cannabis abuse is on the rise. Well, one, it's not on the rise. It's actually decreased. There's nothing to substantiate that. But at the end of the day, yeah, you know, I always say you can't stop stupid. I know that's a really bad, maybe something bad to wow. say. Well, but... But it's true if you it's want to true. abuse something you're going to abuse <laughs> yes. it. We have a larger problem with people that with obesity, we have a larger people want to abuse something they'll sit in their chair long enough and abuse it. Yep. Right? So we have to look at the conversation. What is it, you know, that that, uh, that we're, trying to, we're trying to portray. Certainly, there's abuse. We have to be careful of those things, but everything has risks and benefits. And we really have to watch out for the, the uh, that we don't start going back down this, this hole where because cannabis is doing so much in a positive way, again, we have to try to prove how bad it is. And I think that's sort of a trend that's, that's starting to happen now. Anyway, that's just my rant. Here we go again. All right. I think that's all I have to say for the news for this week. If anybody else has something else to say, by all means,
2: what do you want? I just want to say that Martha Stewart partnered with Canopy to launch a CBD pet or a pet CBD company, which will be really, really cool in the future, hopefully. I don't think we'll see the products in Canada because of the laws around celebrities advertising cannabis products, but hopefully in the future we'll see it.
0: So, uh, and also pet
2: products. You're, it's not legal to sell.
0: No, it's not CBD legal to sell like CBD for to pets. To pets yet either. So If you,
2: you- are looking into that, avoid grapeseed oil tinctures because grapeseed oil is bad for dogs. Mm. Avoid that. A lot of them are made with grapeseed oil. Mm. That's a good point.
0: Also, remember at Lyft, when we went to Lyft, remember they shut down the guy that was selling the dog CBD? Yep. yep. Anyway, so yeah, technically it's illegal. But at the end of the day, we support our markets, we support our local businesses, and uh, we want to see everybody live peacefully and happy. How and awesome Was well. that? And healthy. Dav yeah. looks at me, she's like, what the fuck <laughs> is he saying? Okay, I gotta, <laughs> oh jeez, she's just gonna call me on, oh I missed, <laughs> call me on all my stuff. Okay. Naz, like quarters. so let's get to our guest today. I'm I'm really excited that Naz is here. Naz has a really interesting story, and I'm going to let her tell her story, but um, when I met her, she was already on her journey, that was just over maybe not a, a decade ago. What do you mean? That's not true. You start What? You started... Fuck. We're going to just argue this whole time, aren't we?
1: <laughs> That's not you true. You didn't start your journey?
0: Of course you did.
1: Yeah, but uh, you... You had already known me, but you didn't know me before I started my journey. I knew you, but just goes in case in point where you didn't even see me at all, Ah. and I was the same person.
0: is this what it's gonna i i was trying to be so kind you know honestly i was trying to is that a real is that real that's, that's real yeah no i do remember you you know here's the truth i do remember you from before that you've
1: never told me you I,
0: have. yeah so back in the old emerge we also by the way so let me just introduce you first geez <laughs> shut up <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hold on Lucas, you're in (laughs) Oh, Oh, I almost got it in that one I'm getting
1: so much money today
0: You haven't sworn yet, that was for Lucas No, Mm. I can take
1: it all (laughs) You're not
0: taking (laughs) it all Okay, that's the new rule Okay, so let me introduce you to Naz Naz is a mother Naz is a, yeah That's nice But you are I know Okay Okay, go on Naz Naz is a mother We have a three-year-old daughter Uh, Naz is a nurse. She spent 15 years in the emergency department and then had enough and I'll let her tell that at the Hamilton General Hospital. Naz is now, has been for the last decade as well, a yogi and most recently a spin instructor opening up SpinCo, a spin studio here in Hamilton. Up top. Um, But it didn't all start like that. No. And she started off differently. Yeah. And it wasn't always Naz. <laughs> I was always Naz. Naz. She was all No, Naz I still... Listen, Naz. I don't think you were always Naz. By the way, if you see stains on my thing, it's because I spilled a whole mug of... Co- I forgot the mug of coffee oh. was on oh, yeah. the console, yes, okay. and I drove away, and the whole mug was like gonzo. Anyway. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I really think it's important for people, especially in our... Uh, in our environment where we focus on health and wellness, not necessarily image and all these things, but health and wellness. And I, and I want to get into your health and wellness and what really started you on your journey towards that and to where you are today because you weren't always like that. You actually, and I'll let you tell the story, but you started off 120 pounds heavier than where you are today.
1: Yeah. Well, I, mean, I started at 9.8 pounds when I was born. <laughs> I'm not
0: talking about when you were born. Jesus
1: Christ. I mean I was oh, I like
0: that. I like that. I
1: will But no, that's oh. a big baby. Like I started that's, I started it is a I started baby. as an overweight child and uh, it just You went, were born
0: at nine point eight pounds?
1: Yeah. Right, mom? Yeah.
0: All right. Mom's not here. She'll still listening. Oh she is? Yeah. All right. Um She's not a text.
1: My mom texts you. What kind of question is that? <laughs> no, I mean
0: on Instagram.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so
2: this is going to go great. <laughs> it is going great. It's I'm going enjoying great this. this. So I'm far. really enjoying it. I this.
1: honestly feel like after today, everyone's going to want me to be your co-host. Oh, there, there you oh, go. Oh, oh you now go. she's
0: the co-host. You're going to have to take on Tyler for that role. Fire player. me. I, I do not firing you. <laughs> That'd be great. You're good. Stay. <laughs> stop.
1: <laughs> yeah. So started uh, started as a pretty big babe and um, kind of just kept going from there. I didn't really, uh, like health and wellness, I don't know if it's a generational thing, but it wasn't really hammered into us. I don't know, was it for you when you were Growing up, like you have to eat this and you have to eat that and you have to be conscious of this. and. I was a that. religious
0: Jewish kid.
2: I think oh, it right. was my general because when I was in grade five, is when they did the nutrition break like, instead of recess.
1: Oh, yes. that's yeah, that's when I didn't it all really that. started was like, flipping. Was it when I was you you in fifth grade?
2: We had nutrition break instead of recess. Yeah. Oh, I didn't it, know that. And then they took yeah. all the pop out of the soda machines in school and I started no, selling Coca Cola yeah. out of my locker. Did you really? <laughs> <Make no. bank.
1: laughs>
0: <laughs> we had Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod. <laughs> Her, we had to his,
1: jump rope for heart, but other than that, it was I remember like that. cookies mm. in the cafeteria, and like nothing was really mindful as far as. No. Sorry about
0: how loud the next door is, guys. Dance That's the yeah. dance studio. It's, it's okay. so loud. Add
1: to it. Um. So, yep. Yeah, just uh, gained a lot of weight. Um, ended up being an overweight child, um, an overweight adolescent, an overweight adult. But through. That whole time, I mean, and it's anti-bullying week, right? So I think it's great that I'm here today. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yesterday was actually anti-bullying day, but I think today's... So
0: we're going to start from here.
2: Stop bullying me. <laughs>
1: Listen. That was good. Yeah,
2: you got that. Yeah. Listen. There's a difference between tough love and bullying.
1: Okay. Fair. It's, it's chemistry. All right,
2: go. Tell the story. Uh,
1: um, yeah, so I was, uh, like, going back to What child- was it like
0: in childhood? like that awful like that what do you mean I didn't
1: realize it was awful until I'm like now an adult and I have a kid and I, I think like our children are very unblurred and see you for who you are um, so to want to protect that now um, I see I see how awful I was treated and I was what do you bullied mean? Um, I was only seen. This is for
0: parents. What do you mean? Like yeah. So
1: I was only. I. I, Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was only seen for my size. Although it felt that way, Um, I was excluded from absolutely everything in middle school, high school. Like I had a core group of friends who I love, and if you're around, thank you. But as far as being included in dances and like extracurriculars and who knows if i would have been good at sports nobody gave me the opportunity
0: hold on you are a black belt in taekwondo who I, trained for the olympics
1: listen that was like this is true that, yeah but that was like something that didn't ha- i'm that talking about on? school Early and like on. social yeah. connections okay. and how they talk about now we just had this with cc your social connections uh, versus your academic um, upbringing, I guess, is almost more important, like your social environment your cir- that right. your social yeah. circle that you put your kid in i wasn 't given that opportunity because I was overweight like it's it 's kind of weird when you think about it now, and that 's why I said. You, do, you did know me before, but you didn't see me before.
0: I did see you. I told you the Listen, story. do I need okay. to call
1: the therapist? No, I'm just no. kidding.
0: <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, Kay. I was sitting we'll with... We'll go to that. I was sitting with Sunil. I'm going to tell you, no. I remember in the old Emerge, where the where you walk in from the EMS from outside, there used to be the doc's office over there. Correct. Right? I was sitting with Sunil. One day, you walked in the door.
1: I think that was the only time I remember.
0: You, you asked me a question. <laughs> See? Um Okay.
1: Yeah, so it sucked. It for sure sucked. Um, what age do you remember? So, I was thinking about this today. There is not a point in my childhood, from the point, like from moment of birth, that I ever remember not being made fun of for being overweight. Really? Not a day.
0: By friends uh, and family?
1: Um, no, like, by, by like. yeah, people that I was... Brother? Our, yeah, sibling, um, people in school... It, it was always a topic, it was always an issue, and I remember further back as like grade one or grade two, I was being made fun of, being made fun of on the playground, on the playground, it was like, and I remember this day as if it was yesterday, and they say like, your are most... Prevalent memories are like is a product of a scar, like something yeah. that sticks with you. So like that person that this happened with probably didn't even remember this happened because it, it probably nothing. wasn't even it an issue nothing, to them, right? It wasn't but to me, I could carry that with me every single day. It's actually decorated within me now. I remember I was being made fun of, made fun of, and uh, they were then they started like physically attacking me. And some guy who I don't even know now, he was a couple years older than me, actually jumped on my back. Um, and I could take it cause I was a big girl, but he jumped on my back and I got so, that was my tipping point in grade two. I got so, grade two, grade two I got oh so God. angry that I actually, for those of you who can't see me, I'm going to try and explain it. I reached behind my shoulders and I grabbed him by the scruff, like a collar, grade two. And I whipped him over in front of me and smacked him in the corner. And I put him down so hard that his glasses broke. Good for you. Like as that I put girl. him down,
0: nothing's changed.
1: Nothing's changed, but I have to tell you, yeah. for someone who was in grade two, wow, it was that moment where I was vindicated by violence.
0: Interesting. And that
1: sucks for someone who's that young, right? Because mm-hmm. that sort of started to build the exterior of, that's right, I am big and I'll fuck you up.
0: Put that in. So your confirmation <laughs> came through... My
1: confirmation came through violence.
0: Through violence. Yeah. Because they left you alone after that. Because they
1: left me alone. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's pretty heavy stuff. What kind of messaging then do you think, you know, being Anti-Bullying Week? Yeah. What kind of messaging then do you do you give a parent, to from you being at age? T- you're not there now, but no, I'm definitely from not you there looking now. where yeah. you are now, looking back on that and looking at other parents and other people who suffer from the same thing, and they have kids who are in grade two. And how old are you in grade two? You're what six,
2: seven or six? Yeah
0: six or seven <clears> years old like what what would you tell a parent at that time because we talk about nutrition all the time for kids yeah we, so I, we take cc cc eats mcdonald's every so often yeah. you know like uh, i'm like we're honest here you know what i mean yeah. like she goes and has her well she she's like a keto kid because all she'll eat is the damn burger Yeah. but the the what do you tell a kid being from where your perspective right now, or what do you tell a parent from your perspective right now, thinking about where you are today? We haven't even got to what happened to you, but no, no. Like I mean, but you remember these things from being oh, at yeah. such a young age. Totally. So I how, what don't would,
1: remember, like I said? I don't remember a time where I wasn't made fun of. Um, but I, I think a lot of it, yes, a lot of it comes from home. But I mean, my parents never, never made it an issue. They were like so loving and so great. I mean. My brother made fun of me a lot, but um, that's like whatever, sibling. It's stuff. what brothers do. It's what, I what made brothers fun of my do. All the right. Time. But I, uh, I had two think sisters,
0: and all they did was with, make fun with, of me. Yeah, exactly. So. Your sisters tortured you.
1: Um, <laughs> Literally. Yeah.
0: It put me in baby doll nightgowns.
1: But to answer your question, I think is there that pictures? To, to say that it only starts at home is incorrect. You know, you had Vince on last week. Yeah. Vince is actually putting himself within the schools. Right. Which is something I've done since I've been on this road. And it, like, it, we have to convey the message of what one word. It's not necessarily a punch. It's not, you know, physical violence. One word can skew someone's entire childhood. Words
0: are very important.
1: Into their adulthood. You know, that little girl that was me throughout my whole childhood still lives within me mm-hmm. and to stay focused and to stay mindful and to stay stable i have to pull her out and i have to talk to her a few times and be like it, this you are feeling this way as an adult in this current body because of how you felt in 1990 whatever Right. Know? so it's like those scars build and build and build and build. So it goes back to the root of just be kind and be mindful of your words, and don't be a fucking asshole.
0: Is right? That too? Yeah, See? Like, don't you be. Think I, do you think? You a You know where this? You got Hole. <laughs> you see where all the swearing comes from? You should try being in our house. Can you imagine? Poor Cece has no hope.
1: Right. I think it just comes down to not being a dick.
0: You that counts as a thing? That's not a dollar. Oh. Keep your we listen. We gotta conserve here you you're, you're you swear a lot. I when I'm passionate, yeah. I see that. I actually, you, you raised some really good points, like how important words are that we don't really recognize. It was probably, wasn't even important to that kid, what no, they were saying. No, I don't they think anybody remembers. Thinking about it. But that also brings up another issue in my mind for children and for parents. Where does, where do we draw that line between health and mindfulness? If we don't, obesity is our largest problem, like our, the largest problem we have today in society in terms of comorbidities, in terms of death, in terms of all the negative effects that come from obesity. How do we draw that line and how do you teach a child to love themselves for who they are, but we also have to worry about what their nutrition is and being overweight and those things. I'm not saying that one needs to be like a magazine stick figure. And actually, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, even today, though, like, I mean, if we
1: totally. But how and do talking you talking sh- to your kid? Yeah. Like, I talk to Cece every single time she's done school. What did you do today? How did that make you feel? Who did you talk to? <clears throat> did you compliment somebody today? Like, did somebody compliment you? Did somebody make you feel sad? I think it's just like talking about it and getting it out of her is more therapeutic than for her to go to bed thinking she was sad at school because someone didn't play with her or, you know, any feeling she had mm-hmm. that she goes in at night and buries, much like I did every single day of my childhood, I think to just get it out. Like, talk to your kid. How was your day? Did somebody make you feel happy today? Tell me about it.
0: So you got through So you got through elementary still being bullied?
1: Oh, like, yeah, like right until high school.
0: What happened in high school? You were still, you were the same right up until, so... What happened?
1: So, in 2000... I was always, you know, just overweight, um, but...
0: Were you active? You were active, though. So, you were <coughs> still active. You were doing... I wasn't super started, active. I was just doing
1: martial arts. Is that like, why you started martial arts, do you think? To lose weight?
0: No, no, no. No. Uh, no, that's not... No, oh, to, to beat the shit out of these bullies.
1: No, I don't think so. Like, I, I'd i never...
0: You suck. I do suck here.
1: <laughs> I, uh... You <laughs> suck times <laughs> too. After grade two, when I... What is that wrestling move called, by the way? Does anybody you know?
2: throw somebody over your head from behind? Some, is
1: it a thrust?
2: No, it's... Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, when you do it the other way, it's called a suplex.
1: Right. A reverse
2: suplex. Anyways,
1: since that moment, I've never been violent with anything in my life. Sure. that's just... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Excuse. Okay. I haven't. All right, no. Um, I mean, have I? No. Oh. Uh, yeah, the like plates, I've never been in a fight or... Chairs.
0: Um, No, go on.
1: Um, I've never been in a fight or, like, been one to enjoy confrontation at all. I just had that moment, but that moment sticks out for me. Um, But, yeah, so that carried on until about 2001, at the end of 2000. No, 2001, because I had just started in the Emerge at the Hamilton General.
0: You went into nursing, straight out of high school.
1: Went into nursing, straight out of high school, graduated Got my first job at the Hamilton General ER. Was hired because I was a student there. Um, this, you know, wide-eyed 19-year-old kid who was seeing brains and guts everywhere, and I had like That's crazy. no idea what I was getting myself into. You worked through SARS. Yeah. I worked through SARS. That was hell. Um, what happened?
0: I will, I'll get into the rest later, but I'll, like your other, we'll move on. But I want to talk about SARS a second. So SARS you, you were working in eMERGE. I remember I was in medical school. So all the,
1: all the academic, all the residents, all the we academic, any like learners weren't allowed into the hospital. It was just frontline staff. And uh, we didn't know what we were getting, we didn't know what was coming through the door. Uh, we had to wear these like filtered N95 masks. They're just like special, special masks that don't let particles of spit in um but we ran out so we had to recycle our masks
0: it was disgusting
1: yeah so we ran out close to the end of um uh isolation and and quarantine and we had to like keep our masks in our locker uh and wear them the next day which is like quality control of nothing no um but we had to and it was the creepiest thing like we had to park and go into the parkade get our temperature checked, make sure we were within normal limits, um, get a whole questionnaire, have you been, are you, this, cough, fever, everything, runny nose, and then we'd go to work, and you could throw a bowling ball through the hospital because there was like nobody there except for the frontline workers. And it was scary because anybody who came in with a fever, cough, whatever, we could it could have been it yeah and that's crazy and we didn't know and at the end of it all when they lifted uh the quarantine or isolation or the SARS proofing uh they gave us a ticket to the CN Tower <laughs>
0: that is amazing thank yeah. you here's a ticket to this? yeah what do you mean like to a get great off the Canadian elevator? attraction
1: <laughs> just like here's a free ticket to the CN Tower
2: isn't the CN Tower free anyway I don't know. I think it is. It I think is. it is. Yeah.
1: Like, thanks for risking your life. Oh, and, and if we didn't show up, like, we, I mean, we, that's like, that's an abandonment of duties. Like, you, can't, yeah. you have to show up. You're a frontline worker. Which I totally understand. There's
0: uh, significant mental health currently with frontline workers happening with right? suicidality and, and mental it's crazy. health. With, and they keep forgetting that emergency workers are frontline workers. 100%. I know. The emergency department, they seem to forget that where does I know. everybody go? When police are done with them, and fire doesn't know when nobody knows, and paramedics, all them, they all bring you, they all bring it to you, I know. and it's your responsibility. And nurses died during day.
1: SARS, but you didn't really hear anything about nope. it. No,
0: nurses died, doctors died. Yeah, nurses are dying currently. Yeah, not from SARS, but from mental health. Mm-hmm. And so I think these things are super important, Therese. Anyway, mm-hmm. okay, so back to 2001.
1: Yeah, so I started to get story. these. So I was 250 pounds. That was my mm, 265. That was probably my heaviest and um, I started getting these like, terrible headaches. It, the only way I can explain it, I've s- said this to you before, is if you put my, like, a head in a mechanical vice and somebody kept turning and turning and turning to the point of explosion, that's exactly what it felt like. Um, it eventually got so bad that I couldn't hear anymore. Like, I felt this like, wave-like pressure in my ear. It felt like I was underwater the whole time. And then, lastly, I started losing my peripheral vision. Um, so I could only see just narrow tunnel vision and nothing on the outsides. So, everybody was worried, obviously, that I had some sort of brain tumor. Uh, I went to the doctor and they filled out a rec for a CAT scan. And, uh, at that point I was working in the eMERGE, so I knew what I was reading and on the clinical history side it said rule out space-occupying lesion. so they're going in there looking for a tumor because of all of these symptoms so i was totally freaked out um went in and it ended up uh that i didn't have a space occupying lesion but i had some like weakness to the like, atrophy to the ventricles in my brain so they had to figure it out so they went and did a uh, michelle wellsford actually went and did a lumbar puncture and a lumbar puncture is a spinal tap, so you just take a needle and and put it in the hole in your lower back, in between a couple of your it's a hole. Vertebrae. You have to make the hole. You make the hole.
0: You put it between the vertebrae. I'm the not bones.
1: downplaying your responsibilities, doctor. There's <laughs> just a hole you got to
0: make. Hey, what are you making this voice for?
1: <laughs> so, anyways, they put it in, and uh, your your brain fluid goes down this this spinal column of yours. I'm sorry,
0: it's so loud. It's like super loud
1: fine we're fine all right we'll be good. and it's supposed to drip out of your back like a slow faucet but when they introduced the needle into my back it like sprayed to the other side of the room so there was so much pressure um but the minute she did that i was like reborn the headache went away the like whooshing was this in the, the ears the first went time away.
0: you had a headache though was it or have you were you having headaches for a while no it was Whoa. like
1: the very first time there was like a big thunderous moment and like i oh
0: i thought you went unconscious or you were no
1: like- i i was confused so if i was holding a water bottle and water bottle in my left hand side and i wanted to take the cap off but i was opening the cap with my right hand like five meters away like i just couldn't you identify like, no to- motor skills i had no motor skills like i could not put it together so um once they drained the fluid from my brain and the I was my brain was able to breathe again because it wasn't suffocated by all this fluid um my headache went away and immediately the water came off of the optic nerve because it was dumping on my optic nerve which was why I was losing my peripheral vision I could see again and then the the wave-like ocean sound in my ear was gone and immediately instead of having like a wake-up moment or like why did this happen I was like great you fixed me let's get out of here like I didn't want to know the whys mm-hmm. the what's going to happen again I just wanted to get out of there and get back to work and get back to my normal unhealthy life like, what were you okay doing that.
0: that was unhealthy at that time
1: um I wasn't active at all okay like I'd stop being active um I it's
0: hard in university though you were in university what do you do in university Yeet. eat Yeet yeah. pizza
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: it's cheap it's cheap and, yeah. and pizza, and, Mr. and I just never
1: got on top of it. So whatever weight was there before just kept compounding. Like the unhealthier I got, yeah. and at least I was moving with martial arts before. I wasn't moving anymore. Um, so they ended up diagnosing me with a idiopathic disorder. Idiopathic meaning they don't know why. Um, called pseudo tumor cerebri, so pseudo fake. Tumor, tumor, cerebri, brain. So all of my symptoms act as if I do have a brain tumor, but I don't. Um, you have
0: fluid on the brain. I have fluid instead. on the brain.
1: Yeah, it uh, happens to women within childbearing age um, who are obese. That's just the those are the parameters and and those are the inclusion criteria of pseudotumor cerebri. So I have to. I was fine. Hmm?
0: Nothing said. We're good.
1: So I was fine, and then I kept going in and they kept doing it and doing it and doing
0: How, it so really so at this time it still didn't click in your head there's something you need to do about it i this also comes back to hold on this comes back to something about the emergency department as well life we, or
1: limb it doesn't matter
0: life or limb everything else doesn't matter i mean and i agree with that the emergency like in a certain way the emergency department is for life or limb but if we can the avoid workers, the though. life at the end of the day yeah We can. We need to start thinking. We need to. People need to think about that. Emergency workers, the emergency department, all that stuff. Think about how we can help people more than let's save the life and then give them like one little tidbit. Go away. Be healthy. Right. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Go on.
1: No, I agree. Um, I agree. (laughs) Wow. Hey.
0: Peace. Original. (laughs) Yeah, should have you on here every week.
1: Um, I'll never say it again. Just kidding. Um. Yeah, so they had to go in and do more lumbar punctures and more lumbar punctures because the the, the fluid was still being made in excess because um, I didn't stop the problem. So, But we still
0: didn't say what the problem was.
1: I just said pseudotumor cerebral. No,
0: I know, but... I'm not there oh, the yet. Oh, okay.
1: Because the light bulb still right, didn't click right. that I needed to do Understood. something. So after I had four or five... Lumbar punctures and then complications from them because I kept having to have them repeated. Then the hole was not now not closing, so I was actually draining too much fluid and it was going the opposite way now. Um, so you're
0: getting headaches from that, too.
1: So I was getting headaches Jesus. from the hole not closing up, and then uh, they would have to do that's, a blood patch. Is that
0: swearing? Jesus, Fuck to some, yeah. Hey, that was we a good respect shot. everyone. That was good. You finally got it,
1: yeah. Um. So then, after about five, they asked me to go see a neurologist and figure out what we're gonna do.
0: After the fifth time, so you've been going back. Is this over a year? In a merge, yeah. That's crazy. Nobody figured out you had you had pseudotumor, but they didn't. Yeah. Say it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm listening.
1: So I went to uh, a neurologist, and the neurologist said you have two options. Um, Your first option, which has has to happen pretty quickly, is we have to put a catheter in your brain, a VP shunt in your brain, that the end of the catheter will stick in your ventricle of your brain. You'll have a little button underneath your scalp. The rest of the catheter will come into your peritoneal cavity of nothing. Into your
0: gut. Yeah,
1: like your gut. Um, And every time you get a headache, you press this button and it'll dump the the fluid, the excess fluid into dead space and you'll be fine.
0: It'll dump the, so in essence, the shunt will allow fluid to drain into your gut to take the fluid off your brain. Right,
1: right. With that, you'll be in the OR constantly, like I was, I think, 20 at the time. Uh, You'll be in the OR constantly. These things get blocked all the time. Um, You still haven't addressed the issue of your obesity. Um, He's like, that's not my area, but um, not only will you have this, but you'll also have diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, heart disease, one in five women die of heart disease, like you're on a trajectory of hell. And still, I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, so now what? And he goes, or option B is I'll continue doing these lumbar punctures for you if you can lose 50 pounds in one year. Because by you losing weight, you're losing water. And the only way to keep this disease at bay disease do I call
0: it a disease it is a disease yeah
1: Um, is to keep your body mass small Um, and by doing that you will not have to get the shunt and you will not end up with long term diabetes he's like it's a win win
0: try it on so you have two options either you get a shunt or you lose weight
1: shunt lose weight period see you later you make your decision and I'll see you in a couple weeks wow yeah
0: okay so so what happens? What's going through your brain?
1: What's going through my brain? Yet another person telling me I'm overweight. Yet another person that's like making fun of me for something. Like immediately it's like you get my back Right to the defense. Right. It was the only thing I can control was standing in my own 250 pounds and living life without...
0: Giving a fuck.
1: Without giving a fuck.
0: All right. Well, we both swore there.
1: Yes. Yeah, so does it cancel each other out?
0: Mm-hmm you I can't we're gonna have a thing we're gonna is, use oh is it like totally. a tossing thing no <laughs> you, you can put it in but well, he's trying move to toss it closer it closer to me saw.
1: hey you give me
2: a golf ball I'll get it in every time <laughs> <laughs> alright fair
1: um yeah so I was pretty pissed off like I was angry um like I didn't want to do it I was angry I I didn't know where to begin I had such a long road to go um and, like, just the idea of 50 pounds just got me angry. So I went to see my family doctor, and he said, uh, go see a nutritionist. And I was like, okay, whatever.
0: So I went to go so see... You, so you've made a decision you're going to try doing... Well, of
1: course. Two. Yeah, like, I mean... Well, not
0: of course, but because I'll tell you, we see in our clinic how many people say, I'd love to lose weight. I'd love to do this. I don't have... Are you drinking mine now? Okay. Um, just pour half of it in there. We can still go share these. No. It's
2: like 30% of our patients.
0: At, At least, least 30%. At least. I'm going to say as high as 60% of our patients all have this, this thing. They know. They have diabetes. They have high blood pressure. It's- Some of them have pseudotumor cerebri. They're 300 pounds. They're 260, 300 pounds. Right. But they, it doesn't click in their head. Mm-hmm. I need to make that change. So where was it? You were 20, so you were young. Yeah. Is it What was in your mind at that time, do you think, that said... Because a shunt is really easy.
1: So I still hadn't clicked yet. The moment I clicked... So I, I went through the path of discovering what it's going to take to lose 50 pounds on the assumption that someone's going to give me a pill or someone's going to shrink my stomach and they're going to do it for me. I'm not going to do it for me. So, I was still in this sort of big ego um, self-defense mode, right? hmm
0: mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, then I went to go see the nutritionist, and she made me click. She called me from the minute she saw my energy, and I sat in front of her, super, like, guarded and angry and, like, not interested in seeing her, but yet going to her for help because I felt like I had to. 'Cause the doctor said so. And I was like, okay, well, like, I need to, it's exactly my attitude when I was speaking to her. Okay, like I need to lose fifty pounds, so what am I gonna eat? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna put me on a plan? Like, what's going on here? And she was like, Yeah, I'll put you on a plan. And she just like shoved her rolling chair back and opened up her filing cabinet and whipped out the Canada food guide, which has now changed for the better I get it. But at the time it was better than what I was doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. She
1: picked up the Canada food guide and threw it across the table. And went, now you can get out of my office. And I was like, I say, what? I'm like, what do you want me to do with this? She goes, eat properly, move your body, read one piece of paper, and get out of my office. Wow. Yeah. She's like, you are 20 years old. Get your shit together. And I was like, okay, finally, someone like. Called you on your shit. She called me on my shit. My, like the, Just like, that was my big flip.
2: Right, there's a lot of swear You responded to strong authority
1: I responded to someone mm-hmm. who was not like We're so sorry you're going through this yeah. And al- Although I, I appreciate those people that were there for me And cared for me and were hurting for me They still didn't see that rough and tough self-defense Build up a wall girl that just needed to be knocked down a peg And she did From the minute I walked through the door uh, So I did I was like Fuck you then. I'm fine. I will. Like,
0: okay. <laughs> She's like, like a child. Yeah. Like a fucking. I'm like like if, a child. This if, this one. Yeah. If you think right. I can't, right? I'll show there you. There you go. There's the child. There it is. There's Naz Pitbull. I and call her that's Pitbull.
1: Exactly. Let her off what leash. happened? She called me, and I was like, I'll trump you, and it worked. It totally worked. Um,
0: so what did you do how do you start how did you start so you said here's the Canadian food guide I have thousands of patients I say here's the Canadian food guide nothing changes
1: yeah so I, yeah but it depends what their what their habits were before my habits were terrible before so all I really had to do as soon as I stopped drinking pop I lost 10 pounds you know what I mean um, as soon as I changed not eating after 8 o'clock I lost some more weight you know it just those little things changed and I ended up seeing her Like, every week.
0: So you still made a commitment. You were paying
1: for this? Big board. No, it was all covered.
0: Okay, so that's a big barrier for us today, Mm because none of this is covered. You were a nurse, so you had it covered.
1: Yeah, and I also have, we have, like, hereditary high cholesterol in our family. So um, she would do blood tests to to check my triglycerides all the time. Um, That's another thing. I was on anti-cholesterol medication in grade five. What? Yeah, grade five. Holy wow. crap!
0: That's wow. That yeah. Are you on it? You're not on that now. No, now oh, fine. Okay, I should know that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I should have known that. Good, good. No, i a good, good, good guy. Here <laughs> I am. Next <laughs> of kin, power of attorney. Was, yeah, who's the next of kin there? <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, no, but grade five. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Do I need to take a? Okay. I'll, look, I was gonna say life insurance, policy. Yeah. Here we go. No. No. So what do you mean? So okay, I get that. So you started doing.
1: So, yeah, I saw her. So, in the the first year, just by changing, like, the eating out and the eating habits and just sort of diving into food a little bit and learning about stuff. um,
0: Were you cooking? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I had a very unsupportive partner at the time, so that was very difficult like i had someone chirping in my ear every single day that statistically i'm going to gain the weight anyways and yeah so that was that was a tough battle but i got through it because i was gonna do it and in the first year i lost 75 pounds
0: without moving without moving no exercise zero just diet just diet nutrition what how do you stay motivated during because you those see because
1: you see it, you right? You
0: need to see the change.
1: Yeah, you start checking in, and then all of a sudden you start feeling better, and I'm actually really not tired in the morning. S- so
0: that's a there needs to be a check and a balance. There that's needs a to good be a point. Check in
1: the balance.
0: Yeah. You need to, you, there needs so that you're held accountable.
1: So that, that was my next point. An accountability person, whether it's your next door neighbor or you know somebody that's developed a program for you or a trainer, like to check in with someone. Is money like just to be like hey or being in a group I just talked to about this with Martine yesterday like having a group of people who support you on your journey is awesome mm-hmm so that would be like my biggest advice for somebody who wanted to make a huge shift is find someone that you can talk to about and say you know today I didn't do great because but tomorrow I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna feel better um, So, holding yourself accountable is huge. But so the first year, just food, 75. And then uh, I plateaued. So, uh, the advice given to me was it's time to move your body. But again, the little girl starts to come out, and I cannot go to a gym. Like, those are the, those in my brain, that's like the community that was.
0: That made fun of you.
1: Yeah, I don't even want to say that because I don't want to victimize but, myself. But like,
0: no, but but you were. That's and I don't okay, want to. And I don't want to
1: label that community. But it they're was
0: not. no, no, incorrect. But in my in brain, your mind, they were
1: in the story that I created. Yes, they right. they were definitely the people that wouldn't accept me. In anywhere. the
0: story that you created, those are interesting words because for the most part, it wasn't reality. No, the reality was when you were in grade two. That was happening, and maybe throughout when in, uh, yeah, in well, high school. Yeah,
1: when I started uh, as an adult and an overweight nurse, that I stopped. never felt.
0: But you had the trauma and I the, had the, tra- the post-traumatic stress, yeah. which most of us have in one way or another. That we create stories in our in that 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 colors how we see the world. That's the confirmation 100%. bias yeah. that we all have, and that's it what sucks. Gabor Mate. That's why mm-hmm. I always talk about that guy. That's what he says. It's the trauma. Of childhood that we even subconsciously thrown away yeah. that produces those stories for us. I think we dealt with it, but not really. we haven't dealt with shit. No. No. We still deal with that. Okay. I, I'm
1: like it's yeah. still coming out with me now, right? right? Like I'm still working on right. it. Right. Um, so, so what
0: did you do? How did you com- how did you convince yourself that it was time to go get active?
1: Uh, I plateaued, and I was so, I was so. Um, Vitalized and, and energized by progress and then the progress stopped so I fell into a funk and I was like well now it's not working anymore And I need to do something else So advice you got to move your body. Okay, great So this coupled with nutrition you're, You'll be great Still wasn't ready to go to a gym and randomly one morning I was eating my all Bran, And I opened up the box and inside was a yoga DVD And I was like hmm I'll try this. And it was like Kellogg's sponsor, all brand sponsored. They don't they don't sponsor me. I'm just saying that this worked. Um, and I was like, fine, I'll flip it on. And I saw I didn't even have a mat. I was like, I'm just gonna put this on and see what this is about. And I practiced to that same fucking DVD.
0: She swears a lot too. See where it comes from.
1: Every day for the next year. Really? And lost another 45 pounds
0: just doing Damn. this one dvd
1: the same sequence every single day every single morning connected breath to body and did some mindful stuff and i got a mat and this was my little safe space and then i plateaued again and it was like hey well you have to move now on from continue your yoga practice. so now
0: you're at 75 plus 40 already yeah who's doing math here meh <laughs> we have four people we have four people going meh seven plus four is what
2: seven plus four is eleven
0: there you go so you're looking at hundred and ten pounds yeah
1: um <laughs> yay yeah Yicca! and then uh <laughs> plateaued again so I decided to go to a women's only gym and
0: Why? I'm, but so here's the interesting. I know you went to a women's only gym, but and I hear this often from women. Women tend to judge women far harsher than men judge each other, or even than men judge women. Um. Is that a, maybe a? Is that a? What? What do you feel about that statement? No. Okay. I, I, I mean, know. I'm willing to listen. I just know that women, a it's
1: women's locker better. room is
0: very, a very intimidating place to be from what I hear from other women.
1: Oh, I don't feel that at all.
0: No? No. Okay. That's good to hear no, I because I usually like, hear the other way.
1: Well, ma- well maybe, maybe un- I don't know. No, I didn't feel that at all. Okay. I felt safer there.
0: You did? Yeah. Okay. Because
1: the women's only gym, too, is of other women who don't feel comfortable in a co-ed environment. So mm-hmm. I think we all had a commonality. Okay. Right? So that kind of brought us together. Like, women for religious reasons or modest reasons, like, they, they wanted to be there, too. And mm-hmm. I needed to be there because I didn't feel comfortable going into a big, bad co-ed gym with, like, smashing weights. And, yeah, it just, it didn't feel right. So I went to a women's only gym. I hired a uh, personal trainer and because, again, didn't know what I was doing. And I learned a lot about lifting and weights. What and
0: kept you motivated? Results. S- results Result. driven. Results.
1: Result, mm-hmm. it was like a thrust of confidence every time I proved to myself that I could do something. And throughout the three and a half years that I lost 120 to 130-ish pounds, um, I found out a lot about myself. Um, in that I could do it. Like I became this powerhouse of if I could do this, I can fucking do anything. Yeah. And then it just got me into more things like lifting heavier and um, stepping out of my comfort zone and going to co-ed gyms and I can pick that up and I I can teach yoga and and like I can deliver this sense of passion that I buried for so long because I was overweight that's insane so it's like I'm living all those years now
0: all the stuff that you missed out all the stuff that I
1: missed out on and like showing people who I am and And delivering from a place of passion versus just, you know, waltzing through life like I used to be. That's why I'm just like, everyone's like, where do you get your energy? Like, why are you so crazy? Like, how are you like this all the time? Because the time is now. I finally found my now.
0: Because for so long you were living in your head of the past... I still am a little bit. Of course you are. I mean, everybody does in the stories that we create about ourselves and our environments around us. But once you have that sort of yucca, euphoric, more or that, like, what's that called when you Uh uh, Aha (laughs) moment. Don't ever (laughs) 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 Uh Alternative Health Association, check it out. Not for profit. Uh Aha. Aha. Eureka. The Eureka moment is like, wow, what have I been spending all my time to right now? So then let me ask you this. I mean that story so then you go so you become a yoga so you've been doing yoga now for a whole time now I know you yeah and you become a yoga instructor yeah <sighs> because you found your path I mean you started with yoga so yoga is really what got you moving to start correct and so you found your passion within yoga and that's where you found your voice. I feel like you started finding your voice through yoga yeah. as well. Yeah. And that connection to a body and breath sort of helps people through that. Or maybe I'm wrong. You're a powerhouse.
1: No, I but you know what it is though too? It's like well, I when I that open for time. see people in a room in front of me, I want to just like transfer the feeling of powerhouse to them. But like it's, it's
0: hard. They can't get... How do you... So this is the question that came in. Somebody wants to start... You had a medical reason. Um,
1: had I not had that medical reason, yeah, I promise you I never would have lost weight. So
0: how do we tell somebody now... So how does somebody learn from somebody else's mistakes? That's what we're... I mean, at the end of the day, how do you tell somebody who doesn't see the effects of what their their, their issue or their health... Has on them now because they won't see it till they're 50, 60 years old.
1: I think it's changed though. I think people see it. I didn't identify it within myself. Right? I didn't identify it within myself that there needed to be a change because of, I don't know, maybe it was years of bullying or years of just not being accepted because of how I looked. I was just like, well, this is it. But I was sort of forced out of that. When would I've come to a. Did you ever accept Jesus yourself? Moment? I have no idea. Absolutely not.
0: Do you think that now that you've gone through all that, you accept yourself? Yes. A lot more than you have? 100%. Do you still see yourself as that 10-year-old kid?
1: Uh, depends what I'm triggered.
0: Right. You right? still have triggers. So you still 100%. have to know these triggers.
1: Yeah, but I'm able to identify the triggers now. Whereas before, I would have made everything someone else's fault. Um, Maybe
0: you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's changed. I'm just saying. Because of <laughs> how that... Everybody's got a lot of goddamn drama. That's what i got to say. We all yeah. got issues. Yeah. Because yeah, of how that little so. girl felt. Right. Yeah, you, so what would you tell somebody who hasn't had pseudotumor cerebri, wasn't told that she's going to have to have a shunt I, in I, her brain, yes? what would you tell her and how would you tell her to start? And where does that motivation start? I wouldn't tell start? them to start.
1: Because it's not me that's going to get them to start. Uh, my question would be, are you happy? Are you happy? Hmm. I think that's where it starts, right? If you start doing something for somebody else, it's not going to work. We've learned that, right? Right. You have to ask yourself, am I happy? Yes, no, and then write it down. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it, it not clear cut. It's not, yes, I'm, I'm 100% satisfied or no, I, I hate everything. You write your points under why yes and why no, and what you're willing to shift. And once you identify that, well, then the rest will just happen. Then you, then you seek out your resources, or you call me at Schnazzy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> One. <laughs> or, or you, just, like, you ask someone, you ask right. your friends, you ask your safe spaces, and they can navigate you. Or, I mean, in the city alone, there are tons of people that help people on their journey. Um,
0: would you help others if they contacted you?
1: A hundred percent.
0: I mean, you do already. Of course, your yoga... Listen, so this is a woman. I go to her yoga classes. I go to her spin classes. They are sold out. You can't get in unless you sign up a week beforehand. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of that driving force comes from... And the way that you speak, you somehow are able to, to merge together the fitness because you're all about fitness. You're more... I would say you're more about the fitness than the, than the other stuff, Right. Um, which I think makes sense to me because for you, you've got to stay fit. But
1: the fitness but you, you bring makes in me feel the other stuff. That's right. I'm not led by the other stuff. That's like because getting you're into results a meditative. Driven. Right.
0: Your result, which is also an emerge mentality. If someone's dead. We need to revive them. We need to move forward. Right. It's results driven. We don't have the time. We don't, we like, I mean, we also live in a world. Actually, that's really important because we also live in a world that's results driven. We like, instant gratification all the time
2: what, which yeah. right social media it's right there in front yeah. of us
0: I mean I'm not saying anything is even wrong with that maybe it's bad maybe it's good it plays it has its good and it's bad I think uh, I like I like instant gratification um, we all like to see our results. But you like how? Lo- so I actually go want to go back a second. How long did it take for you to? You said your first twenty pounds or ten pounds came off from just stopping pop, pop. Yeah, but you didn't see that right away, so you had to stop pop. When did you start seeing the re- first results?
1: The first week. The first week I started seeing results.
0: Because you just changed one thing, so but so many people thing. change one thing and don't see results.
1: So I mean, like the the old school study says, twenty one days to create a habit or something. Um, like that? Is that true? right?
2: It's a book. I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, 21 days.
2: I'm just a doctor. I don't fucking <laughs> yeah. know. What do I know? <laughs> Jeez. All right. It's like the 21 good habits of a successful professional or something. It's a good book. Yeah. I had to read it in college.
1: I mean, you just
2: I thought it was seven days. What that's when know? God made. I think better. it always oh.
1: comes <laughs> back <laughs> right. to. I knew I
0: learned some religion.
1: <laughs> that that first list that you make. Am I happy? Yes, no columns, and then go back to it. Go back to it. Why am I doing this? Like internal sunshine, internal happiness bleeds onto everybody else. Right. And then your whole life mm-hmm. will fall into place the way it should be if you lead with your happiness first. Right? We've discussed that. Right.
2: I think writing it down is really important.
1: Writing it down is huge. Because you can huge. say it over and over in your head. Yes. Write
2: it down. Five minute You can journal, visually see it. In the
1: mornings. Mm-hmm. Huge. Whether it's in your phone. Mine, it's in my phone every morning.
0: And we also, but it, you know, genetics play a huge factor here as well. But I don't know how, like some, like, I mean, genetically, you know, so for, I just look at myself, I, I train every day, I eat relatively healthy. I'd say 75% of what I eat is clean, 25, maybe less than that, maybe <laughs> 15% of what I eat is unclean. I can't lose five pounds for the life of me. You can. no.
1: What happens at two thirty in the morning when you eat the entire thing of peanut butter because you fell asleep on the couch. Shh.
2: Ah Show what are we talking about? <laughs> I mean That's not like, true. Two date cookies in one day. Like, journal it, write it down. Oh shut up, all of you It's
1: not true. You can no. you can you can't say I can't do anything. You can okay. lose five pounds. You have lost five pounds. Right. Look at our photo we've just looked at photos of you and I together like ten years right. ago and you're like, whoa. Right. Like I've I've gotten fitter. Yeah, since.
0: right. Well, since finishing residency, mm-hmm. certainly the last couple of years. It's very hard in a busy life to do these things. So what do you tell somebody who's got a busy life, who, like me, I work all the time. I work, I have, you know, we have tons of shit that we do, that everybody Do you
2: remember does. what Mark said about that? Even you if said? you like to med- do it the two minutes you get parked in your car before you go and enter somewhere. There you go. You can always find times in the day. It's just totally. how you find them okay all before you points. wake up right
1: like cc for example when she was a baby she used to wake up at six so i'd set my alarm at 4 30 to go work out right like an right. outrageous hour not having nah. slept but i need. i knew how i felt not doing it and it was way worse than how i felt waking up at 4 30. why because it made me happy yes right, like, right. it made me unhappy to not move And get my meditation Through movement mm-hmm. What made me happy Was moving Regardless Of waking up At 4.30 in the morning Remember you'd be like Where are you going You're Yeah nuts. you're nuts You're crazy
0: Yeah, I do You would go and do at that At 4.30 Yeah it was kooky I mean I like to train When I feel like training Right Which is when By the way When is the best time To train morning right no, no, no the best time feel like it. the best time to train is when you feel like training
1: oh. and I don't feel I like,
0: like it I like 8.30 at night my time that's right. the literature the literature would say you exercise when you feel like exercising right. because result, you have yeah. you're your, your okay. your more effective you're effective. you're motivated if you you know that you know when you get those moments where you're like shit I want to work out right now. Yeah. And or it's those yep. moments, "Ugh, I got to go. <laughs> Right, I got to go to the gym right now mm-hmm. or I got to be active, but I'm like I'm dragging my heels, I don't want to do it." So, mm-hmm. it's it's impor- what are what are you doing? the time. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, don't worry, I got you. We got we got like 9 minutes. Don't oh. worry. Mm-hmm. So, so quick. Nah, I know. See, it goes quick. We ha- we have Can a blast here. Can we have a part 2? <laughs>
1: I have so much more to say. We didn't didn't talk about Spinco? No, we
0: didn't. No, but, well, you get to plug all that stuff now. Don't worry. I don't want to
1: plug it. I want to talk about it.
0: Okay, well... I want to talk about it as well. I just want to finish part with two? one last thing. We oh. can have a, a part two, but we have 10 minutes left. It's a lot of time to co-host? talk. Co-host? No, Jesus. I'm the co-host. This is the co-host. <laughs> you are not the co-host. So I just want to, first of all, I think your story is is spectacular, and it's really motivating for a lot of people. You lost 130 pounds. Correct. That's not something people do.
1: 17 years ago.
0: That Right. And you kept it off. Yeah. Uh, man, how did you keep it off?
1: Well, look what I do now. Right,
0: right? you're just active all day. Mm-hmm. All, day all day. And you can eat 6,000 calories all day. You yes. have to. If you don't eat 6,000 calories... Literally, she eats four times the amount that I eat, but she has to because that's the only way... And I know you don't like even when I say it, but you do. But the only well, way... You know
1: why? Because I feel I'm being made fun of, right? Right,
0: I get that. Right, it's uh, all right. the trigger. It's right. all
1: this like itch-scratch cycle, right? Like, you you tell me, oh my God, how can you eat that much? Immediately, I'm like... Back to that. Well, I don't sound like that. No, okay.
0: <laughs>
1: Back to that feeling right. of being made fun of.
0: Right, but I'm not. What I'm telling you. Of course you're not. Right. I know you're not. I'm you're telling not you that's awesome. Yeah, that you need to do that because you burn 10,000 calories a day just doing you. Right. You, you've changed your entire metabolism, and that's huge. Yeah. Um, just before we talk about, actually, talk about Spinco. So, what's happening now? So now we're starting, and we're partnering on it.
1: Yeah, but even like. But start- what
0: got you into that? What do you love about Spinco?
1: So I, I did this type of indoor riding. So for those of you who don't know, like Spinco is um, is a awesome 800 square foot dark box with uh, about 40 uh, like minded people uh, just ready to fucking crush shit out you know like she swears and more in, like, than high. That's she empower each Jesus other Christ. it is the most uplifting hour um, I've probably had in a long time since I've been alive um, so we motivate each other we're there for each other we hold each other accountable and we just move to music and we ride to the beat of the music and oh you've been Tyler oh I loved it Yeah, um, it was hard <laughs> yeah and uh, there's there's a certain like switch of magic that happens in that room that gets you coming back and you'll understand mm-hmm. it when you try um, and I knew, being from Hamilton, uh, now being an instructor in Oakville, that this was me. Like, I found me. Like, I, the, like the sentence, I am home, like, that's home for me. I want to do this
0: Is it that ever. you're in front of people, you're doing your thing? Like, I go to your classes all the time, and you're super no, motivating. No, because
1: in- much like yoga, as much as, you know, uh, a writer is there for their experience... I'm there for the same thing. So Mm -hmm. together, when we like get it, I leave that hour taller, prouder, um, enlightened, like all of those things.
0: You get your energy from being active and being around
1: other people. people. Yeah, like I need to be around those people. Um, They just take me to another place. So uh, Spinco Hamilton, when's it it. happening? Summer.
0: Wow. And so right now you're hiring
1: instructors,
0: right? So. If anybody wants to be an instructor, send her a video. (laughs) No, it's not you. It doesn't go to you. It goes to corporate. Corporate makes all these decisions, which is great. Yeah. Well, I think it's amazing what you've done and where you've come from to. And I think it's motivating for other people. Other people need to hear the story that it's doable. Sure, your motivation wasn't just because you... I mean, the the click... You set up so many de- defensive plays in your brain to say, I don't have a problem because of all the stuff that happened to us as children, or to you, I would say, as a child. We all do that. We all create mm-hmm. our, own, um, our own defense mechanisms to try to avoid dealing with what we have in front of us because it hurts too much. So we put all that stuff away. Yeah. And... You were lucky enough to have a medical issue standing in front of you that said, life or death right now, you make your decision. Do you want to live or die? But even then, most people would say, fuck, it's still brutal. Like How do you like to do that? And so you took that step and you moved it forward to where you're today. Everything you do is around fitness, health, and lifestyle. And you're still out helping people and doing all these things. Resources, like you were saying, Call, you, you... To phone a friend. Actually, nice. interesting, I wrote down a list of all these things that you said today that I think are really important to remember. Um, admission of problem and acceptance of self is the first, is that first step, yeah. right? And to recognize that there is something there. But
1: that doesn't come until you answer the question, are you happy?
0: happy? Right, so that was my second thing. I said, am I happy? Right, you said that, am I happy? So that's the first question you have to ask yourself.
1: Very first question.
0: Right, but that comes with acceptance of, a, or acknowledgement of a problem. Yeah. So, uh, you acknowledge... No, I think,
1: I think anybody can ask themselves that question. And well, through it, they can find so okay. much. all right. I think it starts with, am I happy?
0: All right, before admission of... a Right, so, am I happy, then, if I'm not, why am I not happy, is the yeah. admission of a problem.
1: Yeah, you can have okay. subheadings, like profer- prof- uh, professional, personal, health, like you can write all of these things down and take some time and And have your morning coffee and write it down
0: other things i had in here that you spoke about were setting goals yeah setting goals and being results focused was really helpful for me for you but i think it's helpful for most people because we like to see that instant gratification. Results equal motivation. It wasn't always instant,
1: but it was a a trajectory. It was like something was happening. Right. You know?
0: Being accountable. I wrote accountability. Huge. Accountability to somebody is really important. Mm -hmm. And somebody holding you accountable and not letting up on that and being vigilant in accountability yeah. i think is really important and yeah. i think mm-hmm. you mentioned that uh, you did yeah. and having common friendships and people that are having a support group of people mm-hmm. that are willing to support you through that
1: uplift you versus bring you down
0: really important
1: really important
0: and then finally the last thing that you said here was some you started talking about being mindful mindfulness and yoga led you to the mindfulness part and that breath to breath to movement Body, yeah. That's around mindfulness. So being, be, having that in there as well is helpful somehow.
1: Yeah, and I think having a strong mindfulness practice um, allows you to be more cognizant of things that are coming up. You know, like I, I just said today um, to someone that I'm worried that going into the business side of things will kind of damper my little passionate fire side of things. Well, look at because me. Because I'm not... Like, I'm not, you're like, you're the, you're the business brain and I'm like the.
0: No, but look at me with cannabis, you know, like the passion was there. And then, I mean, I still really passionate, but 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 you get, you get the business takes over. You don't want to lose that. that. You never want to lose that.
1: But their answer to me was the fact that that's even in your lane of thought you know it's not going to happen. Like, right. You're you're aware of it, and that's that comes back to your mindfulness practice. You're you're a, it's something that frightens you. You said, mm-hmm. but at least you know it's there. So you're going to feel it when it comes up.
0: Can well, prepare. Yep. You, yeah. Yeah. Well, Naz.
1: Got to go. You were.
0: jeez, she's <laughs> a ball of fire. You were. It was amazing having you here. You're an inspiration Thank to you. thousands of people, mm-hmm. to myself included. Um, Uh, Hey guys, well that's I think all That's it for today really I'll just tell you one last thing Were you going to
1: cry? No Oh. Yes, I was
0: going to cry I was thinking of of, uh, No, you know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of what I want my intro song to be for the show I have two songs that I'm thinking Either it's going to be Fish You know the the band Fish? I do Right, so I want Fee I'm going to see if they'll let Fee, Fee, Fee Anyway, Fee or Grateful Dead Driving That Train Uh, Mm -hmm. One of those two both of those are awesome. That's what I was thinking of. I didn't let's want to forget it. So <laughs> let's
2: go with number anyway, two. Anyway, everybody, let's thank
0: you so much. Thank it you. is 4:20. Hope everybody has an amazing day. Love you guys. Love uh, you. And uh, be mindful. And if you have any questions whatsoever, either text uh, or DM me. Put it on the uh, put it on Instagram, or you can DM Nas. Uh, I'm sure she'd whatever be happy to answer that. Tyler, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Lucas, thank Always. you so much. Everybody, Please. have an awesome day. Ciao. We're going
1: spinning. Part two next week. Dawn, <laughs> fuck part two. Crazy.